0: You're about to end it at 36 Chambers. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Questions Like This. And this week, we're going to keep the soccer vibes going. And we're going to talk about a classic of Hong Kong cinema. We're going back to our roots. We're going back to the beautiful <laughs> uh, coastal city of Hong Kong for Shaolin
1: Soccer. That's right. We are talking about probably the best and one of the most insane movies, well, one of the most insane soccer movies that you will ever witness in your entire life. Imagine imagine watching a Japanese uh, anime basically come to life right before your eyes, and you have just a small idea of what childhood soccer is all about.
0: Yeah. Um, they They actually admitted they were inspired by anime and... Yeah, this this is probably more like a manga or anime than actual movies based on like Japanese <laughs> animation.
1: That's right, and it's all under the direction of a uh, one man Hong Kong legend, Stephen Chow.
0: Stephen Chow, which um, he's uh, he's got a lot of other classic movies, including one of our favorites, uh, Kung Fu Hustle. That's right. He's been in a couple of uh, Journey to the West films. And one of my favorite bizarre movies, The God of Cookery. Mm. Yeah, where he plays like a Gordon Ramsay type of celebrity chef (laughs) who, um, you know, (laughs) things happen to humble him. And then uh, he's got a he's got a work his way back up to the top of the culinary world. But let's go back to Shaolin soccer and just talk about how yeah. insane
1: this is. Absolutely. So Shaolin soccer, it doesn't really start off in the present. It starts off in the, in the past. And it starts with this, uh, this one guy named a uh, golden leg fung, who was one of the biggest stars in Hong Kong in the 1980s. And he And his team are in the finals. I think it's like the China Super Cup or something. And one of his quote-unquote friends persuades him to uh, miss a a healthy kick in order to make a lot of money. But the twist is that the fans become so enraged that they rush the field – and proceed to pretty much destroy uh, Fung's leg. Yeah. At which you know, the, at which the guy, uh, his friend, revealed, it's like you know, it's like, but you persuaded me to do that. I know. I paid the cr- I also paid the crowd to beat you up as well. Ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> No, that, that's the little transition yeah. right there. Hmm. <laughs> And so, for the next 20 years, uh, Fung is pretty much reduced to being, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Oh, Hung. Uh, Hung's uh, pretty much whipping boy. Yeah. Almost.
0: Hung's bitch. Like, Yeah. yeah, basically.
1: And he spent the next 20 years being Hung's bitch. And, you know, after 20 years, he finally says, you know, like, hey, you know, I, I've proven my worth. You know, like, I feel like I'm finally ready to coach the team. And Hum just says, like, you know, why? It's like, you're pathetic. The only thing that people remember about – that people don't remember anything about you. The only thing that's memorable about you is your damn tattoo, <laughs> which, which is apparently on his now uh, increasingly bloated stomach.
0: yeah. that's yes. one of the main characters um and then of course there's uh mighty steel leg sing mm-hmm. who is a i don't know like i guess he's kind of like the aimless uh ish, a master of shaolin kung fu uh-huh. <laughs> he's been <laughs> he's been trying to teach like kung fu and like shaolin to basically to people living in hong kong but like he hasn't been very successful and um yeah uh he's trying to man uh
1: (laughs) i I guess like
0: yeah how would you explain what happens
1: um well pretty much he uh he meets up with uh with fong and he pretty much explains to people, he pretty much explains to him how if more people learned about uh, Shaolin Kung Fu, uh, their everyday uh, lives would improve dramatically. Like he talks about, like, you know, he sees all these people, he sees like all these uh, businessmen trying to get on a bus, and he sees this woman slipping on a banana peel, and he sees this one guy, uh, this one girl trying to park her car, and he just says, like, if only they learned the Shaolin. Uh, Kung Fu they would be able to they would be able to do that yeah and he like concocts like these elaborate fantasies in which uh, Fung is the uh, <laughs> is like this master of, uh, of Shaolin Kung Fu performing all these insane almost like death defying high flying feats
0: yeah um, after meeting with Fung, he like sing eventually he's compelled to like this bizarre idea of promoting shaolin through soccer and Mm -hmm. he manages to uh round up his uh fellow shaolin brothers which is Uh a extremely (laughs) colorful cast of characters
1: yes to say the least so (laughs) in terms of his uh his brothers, we have uh, Ironhead, who's the eldest, who is pretty much, pretty much indestructible. Like, if you smash a bottle over his head, he won't feel anything.
0: Yeah. There's a Hooking Leg, uh, which, you know, well, I guess the names are pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, there's a Iron Shirt, um, who is basically an immovable wall.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, you try punching or kicking him in the stomach, uh, you're probably going to break a few bones in your wrist or in your ankles, because that part of his body, as I said before, is virtually indestructible.
0: He's just got so much chi in him. He's like... He's ascended and yeah. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Lightweight vest, of course. Um, Despite the name, he is a, he's a big boy. Oh, he's very big. And despite his, uh, bigness, (laughs) he is capable of jumping (laughs) like damn, like, I don't know, Jordan in space jam. Uh,
1: yeah, (laughs) except I don't, except I don't think he can, uh, do the uh, cartoonish uh, outstretched uh, outstretch his arm by like about fifty thousand feet in order to dunk a basketball?
0: Yeah, he can't. He can't quite do that, but he he can jump ridiculous uh, heights.
1: Yeah, like he can jump like two hundred feet into the air, no problem. Um,
0: um and yeah, and, and of course, there's. Uh, <laughs> There's the (laughs) character that I guess is a requisite now um, in Hong Kong cinema. And we're talking about the Bruce Lee type who um, is uh, absolutely the casting director for uh, Shaolin Soccer just went out to uh, the agency and said, like, just give me the most Bruce Lee-looking guy in Hong Kong at the moment.
1: (laughs) Yes. We have uh, that's his name, uh lightning hand or uh, or empty hand, and th- he's like in no way supposed to resemble Bruce Lee. I mean, not at all. How could he, you know, with like with the same hairstyle, similar look and complete with a yellow and black jumpsuit.
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah. They finally get their uh, their team together, kind of, and, like, Fung offers to be the coach, which they accept, and he gets a group of, uh, like, local bullies to play against them. But uh, once they start off with the match, they're obviously, like, not doing very well.
0: Yeah, they're not in sync, and uh, their, their superpowers haven't fully awakened yet. But, um... I guess when when they get their like their ass handed to them, they finally uh, awaken the dragon within and utilize their superpowers.
1: <laughs> Which <laughs> I much.
0: I don't know what uh, football code they they follow in Hong Kong, but I'm pretty sure that's illegal anyway.
1: Um, yeah, because they're like they're literally standing there in their poses for like minutes on end Yeah. When the, <laughs> when the guys could, it just could have like, just it's like, uh, okay, we could just dribble past you guys right now and score. No problem. So, uh, yeah, have fun. Bye. But no, they, they get their powers back and all of that. And they become like an unstoppable force so much so that the local bullies are so much in awe that they want to join their team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah you know like we talk about like just how anime this movie is and when when you see them like awaken the dragon awaken the shaolin you know it's yeah
1: <laughs> yeah oh complete with a complete with a requisite gong yeah just yeah, to make yeah. it more effective
0: yeah uh, you know like like uh, uh, both like Hong Kong and like Japanese like self parody movies, they they also like embrace like the like the orientalizing like the self-orientalizing, you know, like yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do the gong, we'll do the <laughs> we'll do like Fu Manchus and shit. But it's just like yeah. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: It is. <laughs> it definitely is. Um and this is when we, uh, right after this, is when we are introduced to the uh, the quote-unquote love interest because, of course, this movie has to have a love interest.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, the mystic arts, uh, I, I guess, permeates every level of uh, Cantonese society. Uh, we meet uh, Mui, uh, who is a baker and uses tai chi to bake manto. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, if you have a command of martial arts or, um, well, I, I, I don't know. Is, is Tai Chi martial arts or is that just like what uh, the uh, the Chinese grandmas do at um, uh, Union Square? <laughs> no, it's a martial art. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's, martial. it's, it's, it's part of uh, Chinese martial arts. There you go. Um. Yeah. If you have command of the martial art of Tai Chi, why not use it when you bake bread? When you yeah. bake steam buns, why not?
1: Oh, of course. Oh, and to make her seem even more like a like a damsel in distress, almost they've given her uh, severe acne that she covers with uh, with bangs. Yeah. And and they even get to the point where. They actually have flies surrounding her.
0: <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah, they give her, like, <laughs> cystic acne and just, like, like I don't know, I guess, like, implies, like, he's just, like, just some kind of, like,
1: gross woman. Uh, yeah. But apparently, you know, uh, Sing becomes uh, taken with okay. her, and she's, uh, she's a little bit nervous at first, but finally he convinces her that uh, he convinces her to go with him to this really high-end fashion store in the middle of downtown Hong Kong and tells her that, uh, like, you know, one day he's going to make enough money so that he can buy her all these these things.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's later revealed that he only took her to the store because he volunteered to uh, clean the floors.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you know when uh Mue actually uh re- you know gets a makeover and uh reveals her feelings um he's just saying like oh uh yeah JK <laughs> it,
1: Yeah it's like oh yeah when she gets that uh, first uh makeover with yeah. the, the 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 chick with the the beard
0: Yes <laughs> there's a lot of like wonderful little details in this movie which uh, yes which really make for an experience um it was like this was on netflix i think maybe even like a couple of months back or a year back but i don't know if when, when they're gonna have it back but
1: yeah uh, oh hopefully soon because oh, like i was telling aristo before this is the kind of movie that uh, you could watch over 50 times and never get sick of it.
0: Yeah, it's um, you always get something out of it.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, when she gets her makeover, she now has like really high, arching uh, eyebrows. Her hair is pulled back into a bun, and she's wearing... Shoulder pads. Yeah. Shoulder pads. And he pads. goes Yeah. And he goes the whole <laughs> uh it goes the whole like JK route, I just like you as a friend and all that. And of course she's uh she's crushed.
0: Mm hmm. She's kinda um she's also like bullied by her boss. <laughs> oh <laughs> because yeah. of course. There there has to be like the asshole boss in Asian cinema, because that's, I mean, I get, you know, every culture has like the, the fucking like dickhead boss, but there's a, fe- there's a special, uh, like small business type in Asia that runs like, you know, like dumpling places or tea houses. And yeah, mm-hmm. they almost always either like the bad guy or like a, like a background bad guy in movies
1: right but you know it's like yes she's a bully but her bark is worse than her bite yeah kind of thing (laughs) because because there's a moment like before they go play their big game in the tournament where uh (laughs) sing goes to see mui again but she's disappeared and he confronts her boss and he's like you know like and he's like you know what have you done with mui and the boss is like, oh I killed her. It's like it's like <laughs> I'll take my like I killed her. It's like, oh I'll take I'll take my revenge. And he just like punches right through a, yeah. a wooden board. <laughs> and she's and she's like, Oh, I'm only kidding. I didn't kill her. She uh she just quit about a couple days ago. Yeah. In like a very, you know, very soft voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, we get to the uh, we get to the tournaments we're finally here and no one's giving this uh, this team a chance not at all yeah and uh, until the opening uh, the opening match in, <laughs> in which and i love this every time i watch it uh, the opposing team is just looking at them and just laughing their asses off meanwhile uh, the ball gets kicked to sing on the opening kickoff and he immediately scores from the halfway line
0: yeah and then of course everyone's just like what the fuck and yeah they consistently chalk up like these ridiculous victories one after another
1: right it's like routine scores of like 40 to nothing (laughs) or something like that including one including one round where they play against a team of uh a team of women that have uh, mustaches and uh <laughs> soul patches.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it seems like that the other team would win because they're getting a lot of shots on goal, but the uh I'm just going to call him, but the Bruce Lee like uh, goalkeeper is able to block everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess like um the the the, the what he reveals like the extent of his Uh, empty hand ability there's like the there's there's like the uh, where he radiates poses from himself and it's just like catching every fucking ball (laughs) everything like you know it's like yeah it's like kicking or outstretching his hands and it's just like (laughs) every which way from the from the center of the goal
1: Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And so, oh my, it, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant because we've gotten a glimpse of it, but now, in like this match, when, as soon as they're kicking the ball to him, he just like bats it away with the back of his hand and just like, you know, pfft. it's like, what the fuck is this shit? It's like, I thought, it's, it's like, I thought we came here to play some football. Mm-hmm. And he just, he keeps like batting it away like that and just goes like, Boom. Just boom. And he just, like, he lifts up a finger and does, like, you know, like the like the come-get-some move. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Which is fucking, fucking epic. So anyway, <laughs> we, get to the fi- we get to the final game. And if you don't know that Hung's team is uh, the bad guys, they're literally called Team Evil. Because...
0: Uh... Why? Why would you need subtlety in a movie like this?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. When you have a a movie that's pretty much, like I said before, a manga coming to life, you know, subtlety gets thrown out the window. Yeah. And you're just you're just sitting back and enjoying all the pretty visuals.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh... Not only are they Team Evil, but they truck—they take drugs, too, which, uh...
1: American drugs. Yeah,
0: which, of course, gives them superpowers. Uh, at this point, uh, much more capable than Team Shaolin.
1: Yes, pretty much so. Because because they've enhanced their abilities, they're pretty much uh, literally destroying everyone in sight, you know, um... A uh, hooking leg. He does his uh, breakdance routine, but that gets uh, spo- that gets spoiled pretty quickly. Um, a lightweight vest. He uh, jump jumps up in the air, but another guy jumps higher and kicks him back down to the point where he creates an imprint in the grass. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, they keep firing penalty kicks at an empty hand to the point where they actually burn his, uh, he gets like third degree burns. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as they're dragging him off in another homage to, to Bruce Lee, he just puts a giant pair of sunglasses mm-hmm. over his face.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you know which picture of Bruce Lee we're talking about.
1: Yes. Yes. I don't think we have to, I don't think we have to spell it out for you. Yeah, if you're a Bruce Lee fan, you know what we're talking about.
0: And if you're not a Bruce Lee fan, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Bruce Lee's a goddamn icon, and you will respect his name.
0: Uh, speaking of Bruce Lee pictures, um, I found this on Twitter recently of... Uh, where, where is it? Fuck. I hope I still have this picture. Uh, maybe this will even be the episode title, even though we're not technically talking about Bruce Lee. But... He's wearing this you know like uh like those uh club ho shirts where it's like a very deep uh titty cut. Yeah. Yeah, he was wearing one of those. Okay. Yeah. And like uh there's another one where he's rocking like mesh uh like a mesh shirt. And it was like dude you invented ho uh, but ho but classy before you even before it was even like a thing with <laughs> women
1: yeah pretty much whatever he did he started like every single trend and in addition to being like you know a great uh, great martial artist and a fantastic actor he was also the world the uh, Cha-cha champion of 1958
0: and 1959.
1: Absolutely. Because when you're <laughs> w- because when you're Bruce Lee, of course you can dance like a champ.
0: <laughs> As, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of overlap between mastering Jeet Kundo, well founding Jeet Kundo, really. Founding Jeet Kune Do, yes. And uh, cha-cha dancing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, between uh, inventing uh, inventing the 2-inch uh, punch. And uh, being able to do push-ups with only two fingers, yeah, and being too strong for uh, for heavy bags, he mm. was uh, a cha-cha champion. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, is there anything he couldn't do?
0: Um, well, his mom was an opera singer. Maybe he inherited some of her chops.
1: You know what? Maybe, maybe he could sing.
0: I know. I know he's. Uh, he's like. Um, uh, he's he admired. Uh, like he's very philosophical as well. And uh, it, yes, he wrote poetry.
1: Because <laughs> uh, of course he did. Um,
0: yeah. So yeah, he yeah. is. He is a man of many talents.
1: He really is, and you can only imagine what he would have done or kept doing had he not unfortunately died at the age of 32.
0: Yeah.
1: R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, actually this is a big question. Do you think that if Bruce Lee didn't pass away, we wouldn't have had Jackie Chan?
0: I I think Jackie Chan wouldn't have been as big as he is if uh, Bruce Lee was still alive. Because, um, I mean, you know, Jackie Chan also kind of started out with um, doing Bruce Lee type things. And then later mm-hmm. on, he kind of adopted more comedic roles and like uh, did, doing his own thing. Right. So, yeah, I don't know if uh, people would have given him uh, a chance to break out if uh, if Bruce Lee hadn't died so young.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: If you want to know more about uh, Jackie Chan, uh, our first ever episode was about whether or not he fucks. So... <laughs>
1: Oh my God! A lot going on That's, there. It seems like so long ago we did that.
0: Yeah, it's been over a year, so.
1: It has been. Wow. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I guess we should do a Bruce Lee episode. Uh, I I want to talk about Game of Death. Yes. And obviously, enter the Dragon Fist of Fury. The Big way of boss, the dragon. Way of the dragon. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah uh i think you know shaolin soccer uh represents an evolution of like the hong kong martial arts movie because they've done all like the serious stuff they've done they've Mm -hmm. done where it's like mostly serious but then um you got you got jackie chan uh being a bit funny but -hmm. this one is just insane
1: yes literally (laughs) just Insane, like, when the striker of Team Evil goes out to shoot the ball, like, he literally takes on the form of a dragon.
0: Yeah, or, like, you know, he's preparing for his ultimate, you know, like, super Saiyan maneuver, and it's just, like, the clouds turn into Satan.
1: (laughs) Because, of course, they do. (laughs) Because, of course, they do. He's powering up,
0: and he's just, like, gathering all the spirit energy, and it's just, like, yeah, the clouds are turning into the devil.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Which, um, yeah, it's always helpful for our listeners to uh, g- Google what, whatever we're talking about. But if you're on the Wikipedia page, there's two very helpful pictures just to illustrate how insane this movie is.
1: Yeah. No, it really is. It's whew, it's nuts. So anyway, like we said before, Team Evil is pretty much destroying most of the team. They knocked out... Uh, uh, empty hand and got gets to the point where Iron Shirt now has to go in goal and they keep firing shots at him. And, you know, eventually, you know, he keeps deflecting it with his, like his iron stomach. Uh, but not after this one time. And he, he's forced to bow out as well. So it looks like, you know, like there's that classic cliche moment in sports movies where it's like, oh, you don't have enough players to compete anymore. And unless one of your guys, unless you have another player waiting in the wings, wings, I'm afraid you're going to have to forfeit. Well, that happened in this movie, too. And then all of a sudden, movie shows up.
0: Hell yeah. Who shaved her head and um, looks much and has no cystic acne. <laughs>
1: No, I think she started using, uh, proactive (laughs) in the, in the last like two days, because apparently acne like that clears up in two days.
0: Yeah. But of course, um, this represents a chance to apply their martial arts skills in tandem. And first, you know, uh, Wei uses her uh, Tai Chi to divert and uh, stop the goal from uh, the the strike uh, team. Evil striker, and then Wei mm-hmm. um, and Singh combine their martial arts skills, and mm-hmm. yeah, just just fucking shoots the ball with and propels it down the down the pitch, Ooh. past the goalposts, just just straight through, basically.
1: And he puts so much force on it that he actually passes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even know what the hell happened until he wakes up and all of a sudden he's being lifted. He's like be- being lifted up into the air by his teammates on the podium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, of course, you know, they're the champs. You know, everything's all right in the world. Everything's right in the world, and then you know, through a series of newspaper articles, you find out that uh, Hung is uh, stripped of his title of soccer chairman and jailed for five years because of all the the roids he's been giving his uh, his athletes.
0: Yeah, and of course his athletes are banned from pra- playing soccer professionally.
1: Uh huh.
0: And um, you know what? The people are uh, practicing kung fu.
1: Yes, they are. They've, been, they've become inspired. <laughs> yeah. they become inspired by the team. So um, they decided to practice Shaolin Kung Fu, and it's working out for them and all that. And Sing and Mui have now married and become famous, which is apparently the only time ever in the history of the world that a, uh, a soccer uh, striker marries uh, his goalie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much the movie but
1: that's pretty much the movie right there and I really don't feel like we've given it a lot of justice because it's more visual if anything and if you haven't seen it yet I highly recommend that you go check it out because it is a sight to behold I'll tell you
0: yeah it's hard to it's hard to talk about the movie without um ruining the uh, like the visuals of it. And it's also hard to describe the visuals really well because it's over the top. And yeah, I mean, like, you know, we, we didn't really talk so much about the other teams, but, um, there's, I remember there's the two, uh, is it, is it the couple uh, who like can run so fast that they're like flying or some shit?
1: Yeah. Something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. The team Dragon team, players. That's, yeah, the team team Dragon, yeah. uh, that's the team I told you about. That's the team that we uh, mentioned earlier. The uh, the women with the uh, mustaches and soul patches. hmm
0: mm-hmm. And then um, there's there's also other um, what is it? Uh, the kind of sketchy characters. Um, <laughs> the, 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 there's one who's like basically like a triad. Uh,
1: yeah. Not. Not pretty much. He is. Yeah. Because he he plays
0: with like tools and like, like, you know, threatens to like, (laughs) uh, beat up the other player with mallets and, 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 and and shit.
1: (laughs) And a crescent wrench and all that, all that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Oh, there's that great moments where they uh, all come out of the stadium for their, uh, their first game, and nobody's in the stands. Yeah. And they're constantly saying, like, you know, like, thank you for all your support. It's just the people that are cleaning the stadium, and they're just all like, shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's still a fantastic film.
0: Absolutely.
1: and And i uh, think oh sorry go ahead
0: no no you go ahead
1: i think at the time it was like the highest grossing movie in hong kong
0: yeah um it was the highest grossing uh hong kong film in in history uh until uh kung fu hustle came out uh three years later yes yeah um some 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 other fun facts. We talked about the anime ness of this movie, and yeah, uh, Stephen Chow admitted it was basically uh, inspired by Captain Subasa, mm-hmm. um, which I've watched a couple of episodes of. Uh, yeah, it, basically, it's about a boy who, fucking achieves all these like ludicrous shots and is just like you, you know like the angles are like y- y- him winding up and then just like he kicks the ball and then the ball spins in place and then just like shoots to the moon uh-huh type of shit
1: yeah and um obviously got a, a cult following all over uh, all over the country and even around the world and places like Europe yeah and uh Stephen Chow has said in an interview that he had to uh, wait until uh, CGI had uh, matured enough to the point where they could actually uh, pull this off. Well, I don't know. I mean, what what was the state of CGI in 2001? I mean.
0: I mean, from what I remember, the movie's visuals, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous, but um, it can't have been better than, like, PlayStation level, like. Graphics, (laughs) graphics <laughs> which right. I, I mean yes obviously that was state-of-the-art but i i think i guess um what he was more going for was like th- there's absolutely things that would be really hard to do with just practical effects or just like you know yeah uh cgi over practical effects
1: Hmm. oh yeah that makes sense
0: I mean, when you see this, and when you watch, uh, Kung Fu Hustle as well, it, it would be hard to. <laughs> it would be hard to do those movies without CGI.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> oh god, can you imagine just like watching a Kung Fu Hustle with just a giant green screen in the background?
0: <laughs> that that should be on like the the new Blu-ray cut or something.
1: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, definitely. Um,
0: yeah, I remember watching both uh, uh, Shaolin Soccer and Kung fu hustle in Singapore, and it was uh-huh. just like, yeah, this is it's it it's so ridiculous that uh, it you know it's it it's just you can't help but just be enthralled by the movie,
1: oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you're laughing at the sheer uh, ludicrousness of it, but you also can't help but admire how much work was put into it.
0: Yeah. And like, I mean, we I I guess I kind of like put it down for having like PlayStation visuals, but obviously a lot of work was put into this movie. Obviously, like all the actors really enjoyed working on this movie.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I feel like the only thing I've seen recently that kind of resembles Shaolin soccer and Kung Fu hustle in a way is like FIFA street or the sports uh, street series like NBA, NFL, FIFA.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I I remember there was was a game called um, Sega Soccer All-Stars, probably. And that one also had the ridiculous elements of, like, superpowers and shit. Um, I vaguely remember a Mario soccer game.
1: Oh, yeah, Mario Super Strikers. Yeah. Oh, you were thinking of the Sega Soccer Slam. Was it? Sega Soccer Slam.
0: Might be it. Let me yeah. let me look this up too.
1: I think what you're describing, I'm looking at it right now. I think what you're describing might be.
0: What's the cover look Might like? be. Yeah, that um, is the one. It's got like luchadors in front. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah, that is that is definitely the one I remember.
1: Yeah, we have Team Toxic, Team Volta. Team Sub Zero, Team Spirit, Team Tsunami, and Team El Fuego, <laughs> with three, with three additional teams that can be unlocked, such as Team Love, Team Robo, and Team Ohm. This is basically Shaolin Soccer, the it video is. game.
0: Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing this on PlayStation 2. Um, I,
1: I am ashamed to admit I never played this before.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure, like maybe. 15 people in the entire world on this game.
1: <laughs> it looks it looks awesome though. Yeah. It's
0: it's you know it's one of those games where you're like yes this is obviously ridiculous and like to be honest kind of shitty but it's just so much fun.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's like you don't even care. Yeah. anymore. It's like I just want to see what other cool shit I can do here. Yeah. Yeah, wow. they got
0: superpowers, super abilities. Uh, you can set the ball on fire, too, and, like, kick it to another person. And um, I think that's only if you're the luchador, though. Um, it was, of course, in Team El Fuego. Yeah.
1: <laughs> of course, Team you El know, Fuego. Oh, yes, because uh, and of on Wikipedia they say, like, you know, in Fiery Red, El Fuego, for the fire. <laughs> as if we didn't know what it already meant. But thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thanks.
0: Uh, very helpful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And, of course, for Team El Fuego, we have the Mexican wrestler El, Dia- El Diablo, because, yeah. of course.
0: Of course.
1: Uh, oh, actually, wait a no. Th- This one is hilarious. On Team uh, Volta, they have a player on there known as uh, Arsenal, yeah. who was known as the grandfather of Thierry Henry.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Although I am kind of confused why Team Volta has a, had a Scotsman
1: uh, on their team. <laughs> and of course his name is Angus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but he's a Scottish boxer.
0: Yeah. Every, every Scottish guy in any movie is like Angus or Fergus or.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's
0: pretty much. I, I think I've exhausted all the Scottishness. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you have. Or uh, or Sean. Sean. Sean's more Irish, though.
1: Yes, but Sean yeah. Connery.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery is is beyond. He is Scotland.
1: He is Scotland. <laughs> if if you ask the, I'm pretty sure if you ask the native Scotsman to describe in like in like one sentence what is Scotland, they would just say Sean Connery. Yeah. It's like yes, it's a guy in a suit and a bad toupee. Just always say like, you know, names Bond, James, James Bond it's like I'll have a dry martini shaken not stirred
0: <laughs> oh man we gotta get going on that on that bond retrospective we, we really and do it's it's... apparently hot on the heels of a rumor of finally having a black ass bond
1: yes yes I am hoping beyond all, all hope that Idris Elba actually plays James Bond in a movie
0: yeah um, probably just be like, uh, Luther, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, or what's his, what's his name? Uh, Stringer. Stringer. Basically be Stringer or, or DCI John Luther. <laughs> uh,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> but still he would be an awesome bond. Not yeah, going to lie.
0: Of course, man. How can you, how can you go wrong with, the? Uh, what's his fucking DJ name?
1: Big Driss. Big Driss. Big Driss to Londoner. Big, Big Driss to Londoner.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> it still blows so- my mind that he has like a singing career and a DJ career.
1: He's really good. From yeah. what I, what I've heard. I want to go to one of his, uh, one of his shows and see, uh, See how he
0: does.
1: (laughs) Although I'm pretty sure you have to pay like 500 bucks just to get in. Yeah.
0: Well, who knows? He might be like uh, the guy who plays Hodor. He still does like DJ gigs for like cheap prices. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah, basically... um, Shaolin soccer. What else can we talk about it? Um, well, we can also say that most, uh, like, you know, uh, th- three of the uh, team uh, team Shaolin guys, they do show up eventually on the next uh, uh, Stephen Chow joint. Um, that's right. Uh, you um, know, empty hand as a brother sum, who's a bad guy in this instance.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, Iron Shirt as uh, the advisor. The
1: uh, advisor. And, uh, and, uh, lightweight, and, of
0: course... Lightweight vest, you know, is... Um, Stephen Chow's sidekick. Yeah, who's uh, still fat, but now he's got an axe on his chest. Like, crossed axes on his chest. Yes, <laughs> Man, uh, that fucking – that, uh, you know, when, like, they go to the slum and then, like, he just opens his shirt and then just, you know, slams his hands on the side of, like, the barber chair and, like, just see his titties rippling.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like they do their best to distance themselves from Shaolin Soccer in like the opening 10 minutes because mm-hmm. they go to the slums and like these kids are playing soccer and they kick the ball to Stephen Chow and he does like a few moves and all of a sudden like he like stomps on the ball. He, he stomps on the ball, deflates and he just says, no more soccer.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, in a pigsty alley it's called.
0: Hell yeah. That one, that one, uh, also Kung Fu Hustle is also incredibly retarded. (laughs) How so? It's, uh, it's just so over the top and ridiculous, and like plays with like all these kinds of martial arts tropes. Like, eventually, like the landlords or like the 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 uh, quarreling landlords of Pigsty Alley are revealed to have martial arts powers too basically everyone in pigsty alley is a marshals artist
1: uh yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah like you know imagine that like you know an entire uh entire town full of a uh, martial artists sounds like the black mirror episode
0: yeah what if what if your neighborhood was full of shaolin masters <laughs> oh my god I saw the most, like, fucking Black Mirror Season 5 episode headline ever. Oh,
1: What, what, what was it? I think I remember what it was, but what was it? It was, let me
0: pull this, let me pull this B-I-H up. BBC <laughs> News. Uh, you might give a homeless person money, but you don't know anything about them and have no change. Ellipses. Would barcoding them help?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm pretty sure Charlie Booker is looking at that and going, "That's the first episode of season five.
0: He's just looking like at his iPhone and just like, "Fuck!" Like that's brilliant. He's just like he's calling the writers' room. He's like, "We've, we've got us. We've got to shut it. We've got to shut this first episode. We've got to rewrite it.
1: I've got to rewrite this episode." right um, uh, here you, you see this headline this is what i'm looking for
0: <laughs> yeah it's, oh god i saw that and i was like we live in hell we do
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's become fairly evident over the past few years <laughs> yeah.
0: i feel like season five would also need to have an elon musk episode
1: Yes. Oh, they should.
0: <laughs> and, um, well, I guess they already have like many episodes that are like basically Facebook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, the, uh, yeah. The Facebook episode. I remember. Oh my God. That's so, that's so intense. I kept looking around going, is this real life? Yeah. What, what, what's going on?
0: Um, I do have to say, like some of the some of the uh, season four ones weren't as great, but um, I really did enjoy the one with the mom from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and um, Black Museum, which mm-hmm. is in itself like basically a self uh, parody of Black Mirror. Uh huh. And um, fuck, what else is a season four episode?
1: Oh, oh, don't don't tell me just yet. I still have to watch most of that. Yeah. Um,
0: Black Mirror.
1: Black Mirror. I find it
0: so hilarious that the first season was, it opened with like the Prime Minister has to fuck a pig and then David fucking Cameron actually did fuck a pig.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm watching that episode and I'm going, you know, like, there's no way he's going to do it. Like, you know, something's going to happen. Like, you know, someone's going to, like, burst in at the last minute and everything. It's like, uh oh, 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 <laughs> it, oh, it, uh,
0: it is actually the most realistic reaction to pig fucking as well. Where it's like <laughs> everyone in in old blighty. Like, you know, they're sitting in their pubs, uh, got a pint and they're looking at the telly and it's like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll watch, the, watch the PM Roger this pig, eh? And it's like, yeah, for the first minute you're like, yeah, this is funny. And then, you know, keeps going and then you just start to feel dirty and you're like, oh God, make it stop. And you're just like, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, stop, stop, please. We've seen it now. No, don't. Don't keep it going. Don't keep it going. No. Oh, motherfucker. God damn it. Yeah. Oh man.
0: <sighs> <laughs> but David Cameron, you a real one for <laughs> placing a private part of his anatomy into the mouth of a dead pig. Uh
1: yeah. Oh boy. Oh lord. It, see, it's so
0: funny because like uh, people assume the UK is like the more more civilized than other English-speaking countries
1: like, Oh like, no the, of the UK queen, is just
0: because of the fucking uh, you know history or whatever but it's there's there's plenty of people
1: who are just like idiots <laughs> Yes yes absolutely oh my god.
0: You know what though? I think I think I fucks with Scotland more than I do with England. Yeah, yeah, but it's only because of my knowledge of Scotland through through uh, train spotting and T two train spotting.
1: Like, <laughs> look out there! Doesn't it make you proud to be Scottish? It's shite being Scottish.
0: <laughs> um, man, what a career for uh, Robert Carlyle. Um, yeah, gets he just says cunt in a movie and people love him.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: When he meets his son in the new one, he says, "Oh, you're cunt, yeah." He says, oh, you yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah." Oh my god, he yeah, yeah gets <laughs> does, you yeah does, little boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like literally, the scene that we're introduced to him in the first Train Spotting is he throws a beer. On somebody, and he kicks a guy in the balls.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, I I was actually surprised that I enjoyed uh, T2 more than I thought I would. I I know, me too. How can you have a sequel, like, this late in the game, and, like, everyone's old now. How are you going to make it, like, interesting without, you know, like, being... Uh, I guess, reliant on the old movie too much, but they made
1: it work. They did. Yes. I actually enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It just opens with, uh, Obi-Wan like running and then just like has a heart attack.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's running on a treadmill. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. um, Let's see. Media adaptations of Shaolin soccer. That's interesting. Uh, Four volume uh, manhua, which is the Chinese version of manga, published nine months uh, after the film premiered in 2001. Um, Okay. They were drawn in the typical manga style, you know, big eyes, uh, cartoonish bodies. But apparently Uh they looked like uh, their respective actors. So, huh, interesting.
1: Interesting, yeah. yeah. Oh, good for them. And there was also an uh, an American comic book.
0: Interesting. Um, this one is a two volume adaptation.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: suggested reading level was thirteen and above. Why? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, did they not think that kids, like you know, ages uh, seven to twelve, would not get the idea of Shaolin soccer?
0: Um, apparently
1: not. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and uh, apparently, uh, the guy who wrote is an artist named Andy Seto, mm-hmm. and he wanted to make that, uh, He wanted to make the, the novel as uh, faithful as possible to the film. But uh, he admits that Stephen Chow's brand of a uh, mole mole tao comedy does not translate well into illustrations, <laughs> and he pretty much he pretty much just said that uh, it's pretty much eighty percent movie adaptation and twenty percent new content.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there
0: you go. Um, mm-hmm. Legacy. Uh, Michael like Dante DiMartino and Brian Kniezko uh, which you may recognize as the guys behind Avatar uh, The Last Airbender stated that um, Shaolin Soccer is one of our favorite movies. It has tons of fantastic action, funny, lots of funny moments. Some of the effects provided inspiration for how bending uh, might look on the show. Nice! I, I, I kind of
1: buy it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I buy it as well. <laughs> wow. And you know what? Hey, that's, that's great. I just
0: imagine they make like a like um, Avatar Volume 3 um, and it's uh, the new Avatar plays soccer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because why not? Yeah.
0: So, it's using airbending to correct the drift of the soccer ball.
1: Yes, so the scores would be like a hundred to nothing Hell yeah. instead of forty to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and uh, there is an episode of a manga series. Wait, hang on, what is
0: this? Sergeant Frog.
1: Yeah, Sergeant Frog. There was an episode of Sergeant Frog that frog that had a soccer theme, which parodied this movie. Um. Yeah.
0: Sergeant Frog, which you might recognize from uh, pencil cases that your uh, uh, exchange student from Taiwan has. (laughs) Uh, If it's not that, then it's Hello Kitty. Oh, God. Which which apparently
1: isn't even a kitty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) Yeah, that was a bombshell from the Sanrio Corporation. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's like after after 30 years you lied to us it's like here we are thinking hello kitty is a kitten when in reality it's a uh,
0: how, how is she a, like not a cat like she has cat ears
1: I, <sighs> I couldn't even begin to tell you
0: is that like her hairband or something
1: it might be I don't, I don't know I'm literally typing in Right now, what is Hello
0: Kitty?
1: What is Hello Kitty? What is Hello Kitty? Hello, what kind of creature is Hello Kitty? Uh, I'm sure
0: the autocomplete is just insane.
1: No, there is no autocomplete. No, Uh, no, not at all. (laughs) Uh, Hello Kitty is (laughs) the Washington Post. Hello Kitty is not a cat. Everything is a lie.
0: Damn. Democracy dies in darkness for sure.
1: Oh, my <laughs> God. Just because Hello Kitty is not a cat. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a human child. It's a human child. Yes.
0: Okay, sure. Uh,
1: Hello Kitty is not a cat. She's a cartoon character. Um uh, she is a little girl. She is a friend, but she is not a cat. She is never depicted on all fours. She walks and sits like a two legged creature. She does have a pet cat of her own, however, and it's called Char- <clears throat> Charmy Kitty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, and apparently
1: apparently, she lives outside of London.
0: She lives outside of London.
1: Damn. Yes.
0: That should be a Black Mirror episode.
1: Uh Yeah. <laughs> all in all, all in all, this is deeply disturbing. Um, but who's t- this is worse than when I learned that Big Bird's age was supposed to be four. But who's to say he's a bird? Probably he's just an adult American man in a bird costume or something e- equally crazy like that. Everything is a lie.
0: I think I would buy a bird being four years old. They don't they don't live yeah. very
1: long. Oh my god! <laughs> and apparently Oscar the Grouch is probably just a resident of Cleveland with a skin condition.
0: What the fuck?
1: <laughs> this is just an op-ed piece for the uh, for the Washington Post, but still, you would buy that, though. A guy who's been constantly. A guy who's been constantly disappointed by the Indians, Browns, and
0: Cavs.
1: (laughs) Of course he lives in the trash can.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh,
1: He finally left left the trash can after 30 years to celebrate the Browns 0-16 parade.
0: (laughs) Damn. Man, Cleveland... Cleveland, man. Sorry, LeBron played you like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I'm, I'm sorry, Cleveland. But you still have the. I mean, the Indians are doing well again this year. So, yeah. uh, so you have that, and you also have the. Br- um, maybe I shouldn't mention the Browns.
0: Um, yeah, it's you're better off not.
1: <laughs> I- How do you recover from 0-16?
0: You somehow managed to do even worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, apparently they won their first preseason game, so that means something.
0: I guess. Um, We'll see. We'll see when, uh, you know... Come the season uh, when the fir- after the first kickoff, we'll see. See if the if the Browns can somehow gasp for air.
1: Oh, and apparently uh, they partnered with the uh, Bud Light um, to give uh, fans a complimentary can of Bud after their first regular season win. <laughs>
0: um. What if it's uh funny and it, and they actually do win a game this season?
1: <laughs> um then they'll just be another mediocre team again. It'll
0: be like, yeah. But hey, free bud.
1: Free bud <laughs> Yes.
0: Oh man. Oh, um Apparently, for the U.S. Uh, English dub, uh, Stephen Chow did his own voice.
1: He did. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. It was. I remember it was all in the trailers. Uh, and when I saw it for the, when I saw it for the first time, I saw it in the uh, native is native Cantonese.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, the theatrical version had like twenty-three minutes of footage cut. Why? No idea. <laughs> Blame Miramax. It's a
1: 90-minute film. Why would you cut 23 minutes?
0: Uh, It's a 112-minute film.
1: Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah,
0: but still, like, that's less than two hours.
1: Yeah. Really? Really, Weinsteins? You you cut 23 minutes of this? Because why? You didn't understand it? Yeah. Didn't know what you were getting yourselves involved in, Weinsteins? Like... Oh, it doesn't...
0: The omitted footage includes uh, Golden Legs flashback opening and uh, it sings interactions with way So, if you mm-hmm. watch this version, like, would you just like wonder like who the hell this woman is at the end? Probably. <laughs> what? What a stupid decision! <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> wh- like, why would you even cut? like 23 minutes of footage from a less than two hour movie
1: because, because they're the Weinsteins and they have no taste.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean like, you know, you know, Harvey also rapes. That's uh
1: Harvey's going to be going to jail for a very long time.
0: Is he though?
1: I hope so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean it, it seems like when like these these guys uh, get caught doing something they just like go to jail for a week. Mhm. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We
1: will definitely see. Um
0: Yeah, uh, I guess that's pretty much it for Kung Fu Hustle uh Kung Fu Hustle uh Challenge Soccer. <laughs>
1: Shaolin Soccer,
0: man. Um, fun fact, a clip of Shaolin Soccer was played on the big screen of the venue before the Ivory Coast and Serbia-Montenegro match of the 2006 nice. World Cup. Nice. Um, Serbia and Montenegro were once one country? Yeah, I guess. They are. Well, yeah, balkanization. How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but Ivory Coast, they had a lot of great players. Yeah. Uh,
0: who was on, well, how could I forget? Yaya Toure.
1: Yaya Toure, Didier Drogba. Mm-hmm. On
0: the 2016, Yaya Toure, uh, Cyril Domerode, uh, Blaise Kwasi, uh, Bubakar Barry. Bub- Bubakar Barry, what? I don't know. That's a <laughs> such a poetic. <laughs> name. I don't know.
1: It's very poetic. Yes.
0: <laughs> Man, you, uh. know, you know, one of the the weird things that I miss about living in New York is like the Uber drivers that are named like Bubakar or Mamadou uh-huh. or. Uh, Or just like people from like the east coast of Africa, uh, the west coast of Africa, Uh and like they always rope you into these conversations. It's like you know, like back in like Ghana or like back in Cote d'Ivoire, and and I'm like, damn, thank you, thank you, Uh, thank you, Kanga, thank you, Bakari. It's also like the worst genre of op-ed on like anywhere, or it's just like some white person goes into an Uber and they're like, yeah, I just had a conversation with uh, Youssef, and it's just totally
1: changed my mind about the Middle East. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. You find that there are more, (laughs) more people that do that. It's like, you know, one conversation, it changed my life forever. Shut the fuck And he up. just, <laughs> he just, he just drove me down the block, but I really feel like it changed me, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, shut the fuck up, Chad. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I guess that wraps up our, uh, our soccer duology. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Do we want to talk about uh, "Bend It Like Beckham" or uh, what was that? What What else uh, is a soccer film? Uh, well, kicking and I was, screaming, I guess.
1: Kicking and screaming. I was going to say the big green. The big green. Yeah. Um, that was a strange film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are we forgetting something?
1: Are we forgetting something? Um, what let's see. Uh, victory, bend it like Beckham, uh, Shaolin soccer, big green, uh, kicking and screaming, um, uh, lord. are we forgetting? Uh Ben, Ben, Beckham. I mean there's a there's a number of great documentaries out yes, there.
0: That's true. Uh she's uh, the
1: man. <laughs> she she's the man? Uh, okay. Uh you remember that one? Uh yeah, I do. That's a <laughs> that's a weird film. Yeah. It was basically just uh, an adaptation of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night.
0: It also features a very young Channing Tatum.
1: That's right. This is at the height of uh, Amanda Bynes' Powers. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Amanda Bynes' Powers. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's, what other word could I describe it? Yeah. Well, I, describe...
0: I suppose I suppose you're right.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damn. my god. Damn. Um <laughs> uh, Oh my god. And and Vinny Jones is in that movie as well.
0: Of course he is.
1: A, playing Coach Dinklage.
0: Ah. Uh. No relation, I presume.
1: No, no, I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> I just want him, i just want him at some point in every movie, every movie, no matter what the circumstances, for him to just stream, just scream, "I'm the juggernaut, bitch!" Damn, Vinny Jones,
0: we love you, man. But X-Men,
1: that last day—that uh, was a no uh no yeah that was a no that entire x-men movie brett ratner brett ratner what were you thinking
0: i'm giving that i'm giving that a yikes hard pass
1: uh that's a very hard pass right now i don't think i've seen it <laughs> since i saw it in the theaters
0: yeah even in the theaters i was like why am i watching
1: this movie <laughs> exactly I think I turned to a friend of mine afterwards. I'm just like, what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I guess there's no more uh, soccer movies. Uh, Shaolin Soccer, one of the best, uh, highest grossing films in Hong Kong history. And uh, only dethroned by Stephen Chow's follow-up project. Uh That is right. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of questions like this. Uh, my name is Aristo
1: and I'm Alex
0: and join us next time for, I don't know. You want to jump into like a bond film series or you want to talk about, <laughs> um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> uh, fucking, weird. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> or uh other stuff
1: i think i feel like we could start talking about bond yeah right
0: you know that'd be that'd be a good thing to get started we've uh, we've a lot of movies to to um unpack as we say in yes. the academic industry
1: oh absolutely we've got a uh, seven bonds uh, is it seven bonds was it seven? Oh, Connery. there should be more Dalton. Braun, six bonds. Six. Sorry. Soon to be seven. Have, I guess. Su- soon to be seven. Hopefully, but we got a uh, six bonds and twenty-four movies to talk about. So uh, strap in for the next time we're uh, we start recording.
0: All right. Um, see you next time.
1: Take care, everyone.